the While You Are Single podcast. O.J. Tokes' new, revised, and updated book, While You Are Single, A Guide to Finding and Keeping the Right Mate for Your Life, is now available. For more details about the book, please visit whileyouaresingle.org. Meanwhile, enjoy the podcast. Here is O.J. Tokes. Hello, how you doing? Welcome to another edition of While You Are Single TV. I'm glad that you can join the program again tonight. If you don't mind, I'd like to open up in prayer. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you for another privilege to hear from you tonight. I thank you for the individual watching right now. Father, I ask that you open our hearts to heed your word, open our ears to hear your word, open our eyes to perceive your word, open our minds to understand your word and give us the wisdom to apply your word into our lives. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Welcome again to While You're Single TV. I hope the program has been a blessing to you. If you missed any of the previous episodes, I encourage you to go to our website, whileyoursingle.org and click on the YouTube icon to watch our previous episodes on YouTube. If you're watching on Facebook, you can go to the While You're Single Facebook page and you can have access to the videos. Just go to the video section and you'll have access to the previous videos from While You're Single TV. Previously, I began to talk about one thing that can derail relationships and that thing that I was addressing was over spirituality. And before I proceed even further, I want to clarify something. I am not saying that everybody that appears or comes off as overly spiritual are inauthentic. I do acknowledge and I do know people who are um, spiritual or who may come off too spiritual, but they are authentic. Sometimes the way a person expresses their faith is influenced by their background, their church background or their family background, because that's all they've known growing up. It does not necessarily mean that they are not real or committed to their faith. In fact, the truth of the matter is, true spirituality is something that we ought to aspire to. However, a lot of times when we say too spiritual or overly spiritual, there's a negative connotation attached to it. There's a difference between someone who's too spiritual and someone who's truly spiritual. Uh, being truly spiritual is something we all need to aspire to, not being too spiritual or overly spiritual. So what's the difference? Uh, I think we can see this difference in what Paul writes in the second part of First Corinthians chapter 8, verse 1. It, it, Paul writes, he says, Knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. Therein lies the contrast, the difference between someone who's too spiritual and someone who's truly spiritual. Because the question now is, what is true spirituality? A lot of what people think of when they hear of someone who's spiritual or too spiritual is actually someone who has knowledge, spiritual knowledge. But spiritual knowledge is not true spirituality. In fact, knowledge only puffs the person who has the knowledge up, puffs them up with pride, make them feel invincible, make them feel like they know it all, like they can make any mistakes, makes them think that they know everything. In fact, it's interesting because right after that, Paul writes in 1 Corinthians 8 verse 2, the next verse, 
that those that think they know something do not yet know what they ought to know. I like the way the New Living Translation says it in 1 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 2. In the New Living Translation, it says it this way. Anyone who claims to know all the answers doesn't really know very much. Like I said, what you think is spiritual is just knowledge. True spirituality is love, plain and simple. Someone who's truly spiritual, spiritually mature, is someone who exudes and walks in love. That's why Paul contrasts. Knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. If you really want to know what it means to be truly spiritual, look at somebody who walks in love. Plain and simple. You see, if we're trying to figure out what it means to be spiritual, then we have to look at the word spirit because the word spiritual is coined from the word spirit. So someone who's spiritual is someone who's connected to the spirit. And the spirit of God is also known as the spirit of love. So if you really want to know the characteristics or the attribute of someone who's truly spiritual, love is what you look at. To even expatiate more, we can look at Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 to 23. It says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, meekness, self-control. The New Living Translation simplifies it even further. It says, but... The Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Nevertheless, I do want to tell you a story about a situation uh, that happened a couple of years ago. I had just finished speaking at an event and a lady friend of mine approached me and she came with a gentleman and from the vibe between both of them and the way she she brought him to me uh, it gave me the impression that uh, they were in a relationship um, it seemed like it was a fresh relationship they began dating and i saw the guy you know he was well dressed you know it was blazed up it was wearing the blazer and he was excited after the event that night and he began talking about what god was doing in his life and what god was telling him and to cut a long story short, he sounded very spiritual. He sounded like he was deep in the Lord and he was saying this and talking about God this and God that. And immediately I was like, okay, I don't think this guy is all that he's cracking up to be. I don't think this guy is as deep as he uh, presents himself. Because like I said, we love some people who are really deep in their faith do not come off that way. So I had my reservations, but I kept it to myself because it's not my place to tell anybody who to marry or who to date. My job is to present the information as I feel inspired by the Spirit of God to present it. It's up to you to do with whatever you want to do with the information. You know what I'm saying? So I just kept my cool, you know, I was glad to meet the guy. I, I, I wish her the best and I kind of left it like that, you know? 
Well, it wasn't too long after she called me and uh, to cut a long story short, it didn't work out. It was a disaster. She was distraught. She, got, she could not even believe what ensued between them. However, like I said, over spirituality is one thing that can derail relationships. That's even to get to start in the first place. Allow me to make a reference to a story and uh, I'll elaborate further. Uh, this story is in Exodus chapter 17, verses 8 to 13. The Amalekites came and attacked the Israelites at Rephidim. Moses said to Joshua, Choose some of our men and go out to fight the Amalekites. Tomorrow I will stand on top of the hill with the staff of God in my hands. So Joshua fought the Amalekites as Moses had ordered, and Moses, Aaron, and Hur went to the top of the hill. As long as Moses held up his hands, the Israelites were winning. But whenever he lowered his hands, the Amalekites were winning. When Moses' hands grew tired, they took a stone and put it under him and he sat on it. Aaron and Hur held his hands up, one on one side, one on the other, so that his hands remained steady till sunset. So Joshua overcame the Amalekite army with the sword. So basically, the Israelites were attacked by the Amalekites. Uh, Moses gets Joshua to fight the battle against the Amalekites. Meanwhile, Moses goes up a hill with two gentlemen, Aaron and Hur. Aaron is Moses' brother, the high priest, and Hur, you know, they all came with Moses to the hill. And when Moses' hands were up, the Israelites were winning the battle. When his hands got tired and they were down, they were losing the battle. So Aaron and Hur sat Moses down and held his hands up for him so that they could win the battle. Okay, let's kind of slice and dice this a little bit, okay? Moses is a picture symbolic of the spiritual guy. Joshua is a picture of the practical guy. Moses, the spiritual guy, is the guy with his hands in the air, worshiping God, praying to God, seeking God. That's the spiritual part. Joshua, on the other hand, is the guy with his hands on the ground, the practical guy. He's taking action. He's doing something. Moses is the faith guy. Joshua is the works guy. Perhaps you're familiar with the verse that says, faith without works is dead. We both need faith and we need works. We need to be spiritual and we need to be practical. We need to be balanced. Moses is the guy with his hands up in the air. Joshua is the guy with his hands down on the ground. Moses is the guy with his hands up. Joshua is the guy with his hands on. So Moses hands up, Joshua hands on. Practical, taking action, doing something. It's interesting because a lot of the emphasis was on Moses and what Moses did and things like that. But the verse says that Joshua did or went into the battle as Moses ordered. 
Joshua is doing the practical. He's taking action based on what was ordered. The spiritual orders your practical. The challenge with so many of us is either we're too spiritual or too practical. We're all about praying, praising, worshiping, seeking God, but no action. On the other side of the spectrum are individuals who are all about action, trying this, trying that, trying that dating app, trying that dating site, trying that dating opportunity, just trying everything. It's not working there. This guy's not winning because they're all spiritual. These individuals are not winning because they're all practical, no spiritual or spiritual, not practical. We need spiritual balance. We need to be spiritually practical and practically spiritual. You need both. We need balance to have successful relationships. Psalm 37 verse 23, the New King James Version says, The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. God, the spiritual, orders our steps, the practical, which means we need to have steps. The steps is the practical. The order from God is the spiritual. Just like Moses gave the order for Joshua to take action. Moses, the spiritual, ordered the practical what Joshua did. Along the same lines, the actions we take, the practical approaches we make is based on our spiritual relationship with God through our hands up in the air, through our worship, through our praise, through our seeking God. God downloads the information, the inspiration, the grace, the wisdom to move forward and we move based on what God tells us as opposed to trying everything out there trying all these apps and opportunities to get into relationships we let for God to give the wisdom or the directive okay don't try that app maybe use this app instead or maybe not even use an app or don't try to date there and date there why don't you date this way whichever the case the point I'm trying to make is the actions you take is inspired by what God tells you to do, the spiritual and the practical. Sometimes God gives the order, the spiritual, but we don't do the practical. In such situations, when God gives an order and we don't follow the order, we end up out of order. In some cases, God doesn't give the order, but we do the practical. And when we do things, take actions without God giving the order, we end up in disorder. So whether we're too spiritual or too practical, we're either out of order or in disorder because God didn't give the order or the directive. We need spiritual balance. It's interesting because the Bible did not say that Moses won the battle. <laughs> the Bible says, and Joshua overcame the Amalekites with the edge of the sword. So Moses ensures that the battle is being won as long as his hands are in the air, but Joshua was the one that actually won the battle. The practical won the battle. Could this explain why some people are spiritual, praising and seeking God and nothing is happening because they're only having their hands up in the air but they don't have their hands on something? Now, having your hands on something is not going to work if you don't have your hands up in the air seeking God for direction on how to get that thing done. It's interesting because it was Moses that got the Israelites out of Egypt, but it was Joshua 
that got them into the promised land. Moses got them out of bondage, but Joshua got them into bounty. The spiritual delivered the Israelites from slavery, but it's the practical that got them into plenty. The spiritual things, the prayers, the worship, the fasting, the seeking of God gets you out of situations, but don't necessarily get you where you want to go or what with or, or get you into experiencing what God has for you because there are some practical actions you have to take. Don't misunderstand me. The spiritual opens the door. The spiritual presents the opportunity, but the practical needs to go through the door. The practical needs to take the steps. The spiritual gives the order, gives the authority, gives the privilege, but the practical takes the action to experience what opportunities the spiritual has presented to you. The spiritual sets the table. The practical eats on that table. The spiritual sets the deal. The practical seals the deal. All I'm saying is we need to be practical and spiritual. Spiritually practical and practically spiritual. We need spiritual balance. We shouldn't be puffed up with knowledge, but we should be full of love. The true spirituality. Be spiritually balanced. And not only will you be able to get into relationships that will end up in marriage, but stay in marriage. As long as you're spiritually balanced, walking in love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, meekness, self-control. Thank you for watching While You Are Single TV. Thanks for sharing and thanks for joining me again next week, same time, Thursday, 9 p.m. Central. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for the individual watching right now. Thank you, Lord, for what you have shared with us. I ask that you help us to be spiritually balanced. Help us to be spiritually practical and practically spiritual. Help us allow you to direct our steps according to your word, Father God. Thank you, Lord, for helping us to have obedient hearts and positive outlooks, Father God. Thank you for blessing us in our spirits, in our souls, in our body, Father God. For those of us that want to get married, for the individual watching now that wants to get married, Lord, I thank you for making it happen for them at the right time. As you develop them and strengthen them to be spiritually balanced, Lord, thank you for just directing them according to your will. In Jesus' name, amen. Talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We hope you were informed, inspired, and impacted. If you'd like to learn more about O.J. Tokes, his books, blog, music, and his monthly ministry for singles, please visit whileyouaresingle.org. That is whileyouaresingle.org. If you've been blessed by the podcast, we encourage you to please share with your friends. Until next week's podcast, take care and stay blessed.